I'm going to read from Acts chapter 1, verses 9 to 11. But before I read them, just to set them in context, Christ had spoken to his disciples about the kingdom of God and their need to remain in Jerusalem and to wait for the coming of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. And then we read afterwards in verse 9 of chapter 1, And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. Amen. And I want to focus for a few moments today with you on the ascension of Christ. In these verses we've just read, Luke records Christ's ascension into heaven with his apostles and disciples as eyewitnesses and the instructions given to them by the angels. Now, the book of Acts is a wonderful, encouraging read and stimulus for God's people. In the Gospel of Luke, Luke tells us what Jesus began to do in his earthly ministry. But in Acts, Luke informs us of what Jesus continues to do while he is in heaven. And this is important for us. Christ is always at work. He is, in one real sense, he's never idle. He was at work as the Son of God in the Old Testament. He came to this world and had an earthly ministry in which he went about doing good. He was always working. And now, since he has returned into heaven, he is still working. His church is building. He is building his church. He is never, ever idle. And Luke's gospel ends with the ascension of Christ, signaling the end of his earthly ministry. Acts begins with the ascension of Christ, signaling the beginning of his heavenly ministry. And Jesus said on one occasion to the Jews when he was disputing with them, My Father worketh hitherto, and I work. And this is encouraging for the Christian. Even in the day that we live in, Christ is still working. In the last chapter of Luke, the writer informs us of Christ's resurrection and ascension. Luke recalls these events in the opening chapter of Acts to inform us that the apostles and disciples were absolutely convinced about these one-off events. After all, they were to be the first preachers of the Christian gospel, and they above all people needed to be convinced that they serve a risen and a glorified Saviour. They saw with their own eyes the risen Lord on many occasions over a period of 40 days, and then they saw him being taken up to heaven, where he would remain until he returned in like manner at the end of the age. No longer would they see the risen Christ, 
upon earth. Now, there are one or two things that we can learn from this doctrine, the ascension of Christ. Firstly, like the resurrection, the ascension was prophesied in the Old Testament. Psalm 68, for instance, verse 18, speaks of Christ. It says, quote, Thou hast ascended on high, thou hast led captivity captive, thou hast received gifts for men, yea, for the rebellious also, that the Lord God might dwell among them. And that is a messianic psalm, and it is pointing to the time when Christ returned victorious. But in Daniel, now Daniel's not an easy book, and especially the second part, which deals with his prophecies. But in Daniel chapter 7, Daniel saw a vision, and verses 13 and 14, I want to quote to you. He says, quote, I saw in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man, coming with the clouds of heaven, and came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near before him. And there was given him dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people, nations and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away and his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. And there's another verse that could be quoted, but I won't. It's Psalm 27 verses 7 to 10. That talks also about the ascension. But the Verses I've quoted from Daniel there tell us something else. What we have here in the Acts or in Luke is the disciples and the apostles watching from earth as Jesus Christ ascends into heaven. What Daniel saw was the church in heaven receiving Christ at the ascension. So what we have in the Bible is Two accounts, two viewpoints. The first is the disciples looking up and Christ disappearing from their sight. And the other one, Daniel, sees the church in heaven welcoming the risen and the glorified Christ. And this surely would remind us of the importance of reading and studying the Old Testament because there's much of Jesus Christ in the Old Testament. Now, the ascension, secondly, it proves a number of things. What does it prove? Well, it substantiated and proved the resurrection. Christ ascended in a body. And therefore, that proves again more evidence for the resurrection. It also proves that his work on earth was complete and finished. He would never have returned to heaven if he had not completed his work. It proves again, too, to us the deity of Christ. He is the God-man. He is the God in the flesh. He is the only one who has come from heaven. And now he's the one who has returned to heaven all glorious. After all, everyone would agree an imposter would never be welcomed back, would never be welcomed into heaven. And also, it proves that his work was acceptable. You might say that's not much difference from what I said earlier, that his work was complete and finished. 
Well, someone can complete their work and it might not be acceptable. But Christ completed his work and it was acceptable. He was received back and therefore that proves that all he did to bring about the salvation of his people met with the approval of heaven. And the ascension signals the acceptance of our Saviour into heaven to begin a new phase of operation. And that's why Peter says in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 22, Who has gone into heaven and is on the right hand of God, angels and authorities and powers being made subject unto him. You see, the ascension tells us that when he was received back into heaven, he was exalted and glorified. And there in heaven today, we have our Saviour, who is one who is complete and whose human nature is at the peak of exaltation. That belongs to Christ today. And you know, the ascension proves that he is our great high priest. He ministers in the heavenly tabernacle, not made with hands. And he is our great advocate. He's the one who, who takes our faltering and stammering prayers and works. And they are acceptable because our mediator, the great high priest, is in heaven today. Well, then, before I close, there are one or two practical things that we can draw from this uh, doctrine. What are they? Well, Christ's glorified body is in heaven and only in heaven. And therefore, the Roman Catholic Mass, which teaches that the bread or wafer is changed into the body of Christ when the priest offers a prayer, is nonsense. It's obviously absolute nonsense, as the body of Christ can only be present at one locality at any given time. It also teaches us for our encouragement where Christ is now, all his people will be with him ultimately. He was received up into glory. He's the great head and king of the church and all his people that belong to him. Come what may, they will overcome and they shall be brought to glory to be with Jesus Christ. That where he is, we will also be. And Paul tells the Hebrews, those who are maybe inclined to apostatize and go back into Judaism. He says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14, Seeing then that we have a great high priest that has passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. If we are Christians, let us cling to Christ. Let us have faith in him. Let us work for him. Let us take on board what the angels said to the disciples. This same Jesus shall return in like manner. And in the meantime, you've got to go back to Jerusalem. You've got to wait for the promise of the Holy Spirit. And then you've got to go out and preach the gospel and live for the cause of Christ. And that's exactly the same for the disciples of Christ today. He's in heaven. 
we are to do what we are to do on earth until that great day when Christ shall return in power and in glory. Amen. And may God bless his word to us this evening.